Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Judy Moody, book nine, Girl Detective. We are on chapter seven. Ready, Peyton Jane? The Case of the Troublesome Toilet. Oh, that sounds like a bad day, huh? The rest of Saturday and all day Sunday, Sunday, we're going to start calling Sunday Sunday now. All Judy and her fellow junior detectives biked all over the neighborhood in search for a dark green van. They saw black vans and blue vans and brown vans and maroon vans, but not one single green van with toilet emergency written all over it by chickens-eating guys with pointy ears. On Monday morning, she, Judy Moody, was in a mood. Why can't I solve this eagle... Wait, what? Nope. Why can't I solve this mystery mood? Then came a clue when she least expected it. Judy was doodling paw prints from her grouchy pencil through Mr. Todd's talk about healthy habits when out of the blue... The principal came on the loudspeaker and said three magic words. Girls and boys. I'm afraid. Three magic words. Interesting. Girls and boys, I'm afraid we have a bit of a toilet trouble in the third, fourth wing. We had an emergency this morning when a pipe burst and flooded the girls' bathroom. The plumbers are here to fix the problem, but we ask you to use the bathrooms by the library until further notice. I don't know, because girls use a lot of toilet paper. Girls pee and use toilet paper. Boys don't. So, like, some little kids use, like, way too much. I think that that's why. Toilet emergency plumbers. Those three words were music to Judy's ears. She craned her neck to look at the parking lot. That's when she saw it. A dark green van parked right across from the entrance of the school. Judy took out her notebook and wrote S-O-S in red lipstick. Then she held it up for Frank and Rocky to see. Her hand shot up. Mr. Todd, I have to go. Bad and Rocky and Frank have to go too. The whole class cracked up. Frank turned beet red. To the bathroom, I mean. I have to go. Bad and Rocky and I have to go. Interesting. Uh, Jessica Finch raised her hand. Mayday, mayday. I have to go too, said Jessica Finch. She was just being a big fat copycat. What a pink face. Tell you what, said Mr. Todd, let's all take a quick bathroom break. Eagle Eye Moody was back on the case. Judy, Rocky, and Frank rushed out of the door. They uh, rushed out the door and down the hall. They did not head for the bathroom by the library. They headed straight for the girls' bathroom with the busted toilet. On the way there, they ran smack dab in the middle of agent stink stink the girl's bathroom is broken and the bad guy plumbers are here fixing it no lie judy told him judy saw the van parked outside said frank it's green just like the one at the speedy market mr chips could be right here right now said rocky this is big stink 
and we only have five minutes to be on our lookout and check the bathroom. What, you can't go in there? It might be exploding toilets or bad guys. They could tie you up or give you a major flushy or something. A flushy, Judy asked? That's when they stick your head in the toilet and flush, Frank whispered. Rule number one, stink. Don't be afraid of flushies. Judy reached in her pocket and pulled out her SOS lipstick. If anything happens, I'll write SOS on the mirrors. Besides, I've got a backup. Agent Rock and Agent Pearl are going to going in with me. I'm not going in the girls' bathroom, said Rocky and Frank. At the same time, we've got to go, said Judy, for, for Mr. Chips. Hurry up, said Stink, glancing down the hall. Just, just yell, toilet paper, if you get in trouble. Judy ducked under the yellow. Do not cross tape. And her heart beat in her throat as she tiptoed inside. Rocky and Frank followed close behind. Hey, it's pink, Rocky whispered. And the girls have soap, said Frank. Shush, said Judy. The place was quiet. Too quiet. A door from one of the stalls leaning against the sink. Who's there, she asked, holding her breath. She held out her grouchy pencil for her protection. She inched closer to the far end of the bathroom and poked her head around the corner of the last stall. Ah! Judy screamed. Rocky and Frank jumped back. What? Nobody's in here, said Rocky. I know, but I had a scream in me, so it was all ready to come out. Toilet paper, toilet paper, stink yelled, rushing to the girls' bathroom. False alarm, stink. Frank said, they're not even in here. No, but, but they were here, said Judy, pointing to the tools left on the floor. Maybe they flushed themselves down the toilet, said stink. Stink, if you have flushies on the brain. Stink, do you have flushies on the brain? Frank picked up a piece of old pipe. The plumbers did it. The plumber did it with a pipe in the pink room. It's like the game Clue. Maybe there's a phantom. Maybe they're phantom plumbers, said Stink. Like that phantom horse in Nancy Drew's number five, The Secret of Shadow Ranch. Judy blinked. Nice work, Agent Stinkbug. How'd you know that? Um, you told me? Judy shook her head. Um, I might have seen it on on Sophie and the Elves' desk. I might have just happened to take a peek. Phantom or not, they were there, said Judy. Rocky. Oh, wait, hold on. They were there, said Rocky. And where there are fake plumbers with a green van, Mr. Chips can't be far behind. For sure, an absolute positive, said Judy. Check this out, said Frank. He held up a piece of old rope. On one end was tied in a knot. The other end was frayed evidence. Stink sniffed the rope. It smells doggy, all right. The nose knows. Poor Mr. Chip, said Frank. We're gonna get, we're getting warmer. I can feel it, said Judy. I bet my mood ring will keep Mr. Chips tied up with this rope while they fake like they're fixing toilets. But where are they now? Rocky asked. Judy twisted the SOS lipstick and her brain detective and her detective brain spinning around and around. I've got it. She snapped her fingers. They left in a big fat hurry because they knew we knew. How do you know that they were that they knew, said Frank. I don't know. Call it Nancy call it a Nancy Drew hunch. I just know that we know. I know my head hurts, said Stink. Well, we better hurry up and get out of here, said Frank, before Fink face tattles on us, said Judy. It's early dismissal today, said Rocky, checking his watch. Only 12 minutes before school's out. 
Hey, you guys have soap in your bathroom? Pink soap? Stink asked. Since when is everyone I know such a clean freak? Asked Judy. All four kids made a beeline for the door. They passed Miss, T Miss Tuxedo in the hall. Did you see which way the plumbers went? Judy asked her fellow detective. Judy and her fellow detectives asked at the same time, Did they have pointy ears? Did you hear a dog barking? You kids better get back to class, said Miss Tuxedo. The bell's about to ring any minute now. For the last 12 minutes of the school day, Judy had ants in her pants, bees in her knees, bug eggs in her legs. Who could sit still when green the green van might be back any minute? Scooby-Doo, Nancy Drew, an international ring of thieves right here at Virginia Dare School with Judy Drudy and a crack in her crack detectives on the case. Those thieves' dog napping days were numbered. At last, the bell rang. Judy raced to the front of the parking lot. Still no green van in sight. All aboard, yelled the bus driver. Judy waited until the last possible second. Still no van. She hopped on the bus. The doors whooshed shut. As the bus driver, the bus driver would still not let Judy off the bus. The bus driver, driver told Judy to sit down. The bus driver did not know that in that van might be Mr. Chips. From the back of the bus, Judy watched the green van disappear until it was no bigger than a bug. The wheels on the bus went round and round. Judy's detective heart went pound, pound, pound. What if Mr. Chips was never, ever, ever found? I'll find you, Mr. Chips. Don't you worry, she whispered to nobody but herself and the universe. Peyton, are you sleeping? I think that's a yes. All right.